Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are a weekly podcast where we talk about and review the latest in wrestling news. I am your host, Snarf Chris. Philip, the dude with the headband. The ECW dude with the headband. And I'm Sam Jericho. Um, of course, we are brought to you by SomewhatNerdy.com, part of the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Uh, make sure you go check out all the other podcasts in the family, Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Future Flicks with William. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and there'll be links to everything on the show notes page on SomewhatNerdy.com. If you dig the podcast, make sure you can leave us a ranking and a rating and a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you're listening to. Hello, fellas. So, how was y'all week? I heard y'all had a... A big wrestling oh, event uh, yeah. this past weekend. Local. We we, uh, we went to Wildcat Sports Revolution Rumble, which is their I don't want to say their WrestleMania because it's it's an indie show. So there's there's there was over a thousand people there though. Really? Pretty great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Place. Oh yeah. Middle uh, school gym was packed. <laughs> Metairie, Louisiana, which is right next to New Orleans, uh, and it's their big show of the year. It's their it was their fifth year anniversary. It was really great. It was their third Rumble. It was their third Revolution Rumble, five years, like the company's been around for five years, mm-hmm. this November. Uh, uh, good show? Oh, it was, I wrote a thing on their uh, on their Facebook page saying that it was one of the best shows that I think I've ever been to. Not one of their shows, I mean, overall, a, overall wrestling show. And Sam's been to WrestleMania, WrestleMania 30. I've, exactly. I've been, to, yes, I was at WrestleMania 30. Gosh, that was so great. So, But not as good. No, it was, they're, it's weird, they really are comparable because... When I think of stuff that I really, not the stuff that I like the most, but when you think about the wrestling that means the most, you know, the emotional moments, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think anything can touch WrestleMania 30 in terms of emotional moments. You got Daniel Bryan overcoming and becoming world champion. He pulled you, a Bret Hart and did two ma- two awesome matches in one night yeah. and whooped it. Uh, so you've got that, and so you've got the elation and then you've got the heartbreak of The Undertaker losing the streak. So you've got mm-hmm. all that emotion in one show. That weekend was crazy. The Ultimate Warrior went into the Hall of Fame, and then he died just oh, a couple man. days yeah. later. Actually, that and is he the gave that weekend. crazy I week. That. We I, went to the Monday night. I was, me and Sam went yeah, to that we Monday night. And he gave that chilling promo where he says that really one day, weird thing. You know, yeah. one day everyone's heart beats a final beat, and then he died the next day. It was, it I bet was, you Vince was like, man, I hope I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't so, know the guy, so I can't say that about him. So, so, so from that... Uh, perspective wildcat is a you know has only been around for five years i've been going to the shows since they started mm-hmm. when they would and they were drawing like 50 people something you know like a lot of times just the, the wrestlers that are working the shows like their families and their friends would come and uh, just a couple of people in the area but then every show more and more people and like i said there was over a thousand people at this last show and phil mentioned him in his top five last week danny filmingo was a guy that the real mccoy you know trained with them so he made his debut at wildcat i don't i'm not sure he he doesn't really do many other shows outside of new orleans he's a he i've seen some things on youtube where i think it did some small mississippi shows you've seen him at other shows yeah, like independent yeah. shows that were not wildcat but they're but he mostly is just like an in-house he's, he's from a, here yeah he wrestles. he's, he's here, a house he's wrestler here, you know uh and then a, a big heel but got the biggest reaction but he always would lose mm-hmm. and that was kind of his thing that he would come in be cocky and, and then lose. And then even at lose. The, even at the come up. once a year too, they also also usually have a double X show like where they have it at a bar. The Shamrock usually is where they have it in New Orleans. It's like yeah, an, adult it's an adult arcade, adult and so they usually hype that up real hard. And you're thinking, oh man, it's gonna get real weird. But usually, I find that the the middle school gym shows are a little more 
hardcore. Like they had I a like dog collar it. match once at at the show. Oh really? In a middle school gym, and there was blood and everything. And a lot of families went home a little, a little yeah. uncomfortable. And, 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 <laughs> it was crazy. It was really bloody. And they've had two um, bar shows, and I don't think either one had blood. I can't no. recall. Well, I'm. I like the bar shows. I like when they're catering to guys being drunk, and they don't have to do as much. They just have to like signal to the guys in the crowd, and everybody will be like, "Yeah." It's nice to go to you know when me and my brother go to Raw or something. We always get beer and we always drink, but then we don't drink that much because it's like fifteen dollars per beer. But (laughs) there's something inherent about getting drunk and watching wrestling that's really fun. Yeah, and. When you don't have it, that's kind you of say, what you yearn for. But yeah. then once, every time we have the, sh- the the X-rated shows, those are great. But there's something so I t- I endearing be about being in a crowd with a bunch of adults who yeah. are, like, cursing or cheering while Correct. there's little five-year-old children also cheering yeah. for them. I find there's myself to get so a, lo- a lot that. more vocal about... A lot more vocal yeah, about Luke Hawks when I'm at the the, the shows. I yeah, get I know, a little I know, more hot. I know you like, to, you like to give him a lot of heat. A little dangerous. So, but, um, tell me about the show. So they have a Revolution Rumble, which is they have two championships in the promotion. They have their Wildcat title, which is their main title. Okay. And then they have the Revolution Championship, which is like a secondary title. Like an IC. It's usually what they put on their guys. It's going to be world the eventually the, eventually yeah. step up to the world title. But the idea is that they're spotlighting guys that aren't getting spotlights anywhere else. That mm-hmm. this is where the revolution is coming from. The that Southern Wrestling was the idea behind Wildcat, from what I've heard Luke talk about, is that uh, Luke Hawks is who runs the, the company. He's a, okay. he's an indie wrestler. He's worked in uh, Ring of Honor. He's done stuff all over the place. And it's his wrestling history. wrestling school, his wrestling show. Was it and, Wrestling Society X was another one he was in? The okay, MTV yeah. Wrestling Promotion? <laughs> yeah, he's been around for a while. Uh, and, you know, he wanted to really bring back Southern Wrestling, bring mm-hmm. promotions back from the South. So the idea of, like, bringing that revolution is kind of inherent in the title. So they come up with interesting concepts and one of them is the revolution rumble where it's set up like the royal rumble where instead of everyone starting in a battle royal it's two guys and then another guy comes in Mm -hmm. but instead of it being last man standing when it comes down to the final two guys the match stops and then they have a one-on-one match okay and then they'll have that for the revolution title and it's a it's just a straight up match yeah okay so before that match they had on the card luke hawks Fighting Danny Flamingo, mm-hmm. and Danny Flamingo is the biggest jerk in the company. Luke this, Hawks this is, is a, the a note to that. This is a, retur- a rematch from the last show. Yeah, I actually don't, did. Did Luke? I assume Luke won. I don't actually remember. I was. I wasn't at that show. I missed. Yeah. That was the one I missed. Uh, it, uh, they they got a ridiculous reaction, uh, especially when you consider that it's not it's not a not smart crowd, but they're you know me and Phil go, mm-hmm. but there's it's mostly families and children, right? So. Uh, a lot of friends they, of the wrestlers too. They cater to a very old school. You know, they boo the bad guys, they cheer the good guys, mm-hmm. uh, and everyone was split doing "Let's Go Danny, Let's Go Luke." Yeah, like really, really loud kind of chance. And then uh, the match goes. Luke wins. Uh, he beats Danny really up really hard. So Danny limps back to the back, and the announcer "Okay, well now we're gonna have the Revolution Rumble." And then Danny Flamingo's music plays again, and Danny. F- flamingo who literally like 10 seconds before had limped into the curtain is now limping back out of the curtain to start the match shaking the cobwebs out really it's it's funny because he he puts a lot into his matches he's he's the type of guy he's grueling he's he he reminds me of almost like an old rick flair kind of heel that he'll get on top of you 
He'll beat you down. He'll kick you into the ropes into the side. He'll work on a part of you. He'll 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 beat you up. He's not just going to try to win with his flashy move or anything. He, yeah, he's a he's a very a ground and pound kind of kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, so Luke comes out eventually. Uh, everybody that's in the rumble comes out, and then after everybody else has been eliminated, the final two guys that are left are Luke and Danny Flamingo. So we get Luke versus Danny Flamingo a second time after Luke has already beaten Danny Flamingo for a vacant championship. Is and the crowd the, losing their mind? The at crowd this point? is losing their mind. I'm. I videotaped it. You can it. see Luke and Danny trying to not break in mm-hmm. the ring. Right. Yeah. Because for a promotion, like I said, it's been around for five years. It's been slowly building up to go from you know just a few people to over a thousand, and then getting that kind of reaction for like like I said, Luke Hawks, who's a veteran guy, but then for Danny Flamingo, who's a guy that's not a known guy. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a homegrown just at those shows and to have the audience grow with them that much to get that passion behind it was and you gotta really think crazy too, Sam, to see. The other guys that are wrestling there too, they've wrestled just as long as Danny Flamingo and trained just as long and they don't get that reaction. There's something he's doing special I know. that he's getting at the crowd to react this way. And so yeah. needless to say, Danny Flamingo wins and becomes Revolution Championship. Uh, breaks K-Fab, cries in the ring. Oh really? And nice. It was, yeah. it was so awesome. And it's it's... It's hard to express, you know, if you're not someone that watches the promotion uh, from when it started, but to see a guy that, like, it's different when you watch, like, if you watch WWE and you see, like, CM Punk come in, mm-hmm. and you think he's cool, and you can watch him from his first match in WWE to the end, even if it's early you mean in his ECW? career. EC, WWE, ECW, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, against Justin Credible. Uh, yeah. That's not over. where they started. For all intents and purposes, when I saw Danny Flamingo's first Wildcat match, that literally was his first match, match other than right. like training ideas and like his first official in public contest was his first match. So to have a guy that you see that for that you immediately like, then get to a point where he is achieving something that he never thought he was going to do is really crazy. So it's, you know, it's between that and bawling like a baby. Cause I thought the Undertaker was retiring in New Orleans, which was not <laughs> true, which I think is, was, the the streak ending wasn't stupid. The streak ending doesn't make sense, in my opinion, if Undertaker wasn't going to retire. Well, I just want to finish the Wildcat thing real quick, and then we'll move on to the Undertaker, and I'll carry it over to there. But what I want to say with the Wildcat show, that wasn't the main event. Oh, yeah, no. The yeah. main event oh, so, was... So there was something after that? Yeah, yeah. because uh, Stevie Richards was the Revolution champion, and he, once um, Danny Flamingo won, he went in the ring, gave his belt to him, and transferred it over to Danny Flamingo because he won the tournament. Yeah. Uh, yeah, d- uh, Teddy the- Long is the general manager, and he set up a system where Playa. he didn't want anyone to be dual champion. Mm-hmm. So Stevie Richards has been wrestling for the promotion for a while. The idea was that he deserved to be number one contender for the main belt because he was undefeated or hadn't hadn't lost in a long time. Yeah, I really, I actually can't think of a time that he's lost. I, I mean, maybe in like a tag match, tag, somebody yeah, else got no singles, like definitely that. not. Uh, he can't. But that he but he said that he wouldn't get a title shot unless he relinquished his belt. So he was revolution champion, but didn't actually lose his belt. He had to give up that belt for a chance to become champion. That's a cool rule. You know, like so yeah. which means that he gives up his belt, but then if he loses the main title, then he's then he's got nothing. He's got a, he's betting the farm on the whole thing. So he has to go back to just DDP yoga. Yeah. That's it. Dude, it's but, working. Stevie Richards looked better in that match than I think I've ever seen him. I agree. Yeah. Um, but it's killing he him. went on to wrestle Buku Dao, which is a guy that's 
this another homegrown you, wildcat. Yeah, guy. homegrown wildcat guy. They're really pushing him with the new TV programming a lot with a lot of the promos they put through his previous matches. And he has a pretty cool um, introduction. I'll let Sam do it because he's good at it. Oh gosh, uh, yeah, he's the <laughs> he's from the lower ninth ward of Asia. So we got to go back because a lot of people Asian. don't understand that they don't know the ninth ward. Yeah, ninth ward and like you know around New Orleans, there's wards, and the ninth ward is like the gangsta ward. Like I come from the ninth ward. It's it's got a reputation for being yeah, a, reputation. A, a bad part of town. It, you can drive through it. Just keep going. If you're from the if you're from the lower ninth ward, then you bad you bad. So mofo. yeah. They they have the match. It's a pretty balling match. Um, Stevie Richards, if you don't know his move, it's the Stevie Kick, aka Super Kick, the best in the business. Never misses, and uh, he... looks good. Doesn't miss. Oh, he connect. I don't want to say he connects. He looks he, like he connects. every time. Oh, he, he is. He has the most impressive kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has the best super kick I've seen ever, and uh, he delivers that two the young bucks. Yeah, definitely. I, I love the late Young Bucks, but yes, definitely. He delivers two to Buku Dao, and Buku Dao is probably about four foot ten. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not t- that short, dude. He he's, is. He's short. He's a little. He's a. He's a little Asian man. He's mm-hmm. a little. He's a little fellow. He div- He delivers the two super kicks, knocks the poor boy out cold, to where Stevie covers him, wins the belt, and he goes to like say thank you for the match, and Buku Dao can't even get up. You know, no telling if that's in the show or whatever they were trying to do, but it was very convincing. It it was still awesome. So that was the end of the show. And, you know, by the time of the Danny Flamingo winning the tournament, everybody's emotions were just through the roof and back down and calming down. I would say a good part of the crowd, probably about 40% of the crowd left. Well, because the, After the that. show went long, the shows are usually two and a half hours long, and this one was three. Just and like half, our last podcast, four. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they try to they try to end it early because, like us, you know, they, families, a lot of families, a lot of young kids. They have like five year old kids that have you know to wake yeah. up early. I had a four year old, and she was extremely restless. Yeah, so I understand. But I want to move on to the Undertaker and how I my favorite part of his little conversation with the the boys in the ring was how he pretty much said. Screw the streak. We're that ta- doesn't define me. We're talking about uh, what happened SmackDown. on SmackDown. Yeah, he showed up on SmackDown this yeah. week. Yeah, and yeah. Well, well, before, carried we, over. before we get to SmackDown, uh, did you? Oh, sorry. Do you do you want to say anything about? Do you want to talk about Raw? How, what did you think of Raw? What did you think of? The, <laughs> I didn't the get to watch it. My cable was my dogs chewed through uh, my cable wire, so I missed Raw completely. Raw... Let's go into Raw. Sorry, guys. I guess well, smacked yeah. it around. Uh, Raw was pretty good. Um, Actually, I, I thought. I, I it's, it's like one of those pre uh, Survivor Series or pre WrestleMania yeah. shows where something doesn't really happen, but a lot of exciting a lot, a stuff lot of, happens. A lot of build, which is what it should be. Uh, the Go Home Show should make you excited about the show, and this did that. I feel like it's weird that they have the women's Survivor Series match, the men's, and the tag teams, and they're all built the exact same way. Exactly same way. The exact yeah. same way. They all come out. Like every show is the same, has three segments that are identical, except that the players involved. That doesn't mean that they're, they're bad. Mm-hmm. You think that uh, they have to be fair to all the wrestlers? Or like, all right, we have to be well, fair, even though we don't pay you all the same. We have to be fair to everyone. Know, then they're going to start demanding different. It, contracts. Re- it reminds me of when they did the alliance angle, and it was just WCW versus ECW versus WWE, and that became the story. There were very few other stories involved that had any other layers to it, other than. You're on that side of the line, so I don't like you because I'm over here. They need uh, to do like TNA used to do. They would have like different entrances, yeah. and the bad guys would come from this entrance, and the good guys from that entrance. It's one of my problems was the whole Survivor Series thing in the first place. Is like 
they completely forgot about the bad guy and good guy thing, and the people are standing <laughs> now, very nicely, standing yeah, right next to each other, shoulder to shoulder. And there's well, something that happens on Smack, well, uh, SmackDown that just aggravated the hell out of me. But I'll wait till we get to it. But I'll say that they they've developed the characters in Raw are developed enough that you feel like it doesn't make sense that they're working together because you believe that they wouldn't in your heart. Mm-hmm. That that goes to how strong the characters are. Like Charlotte and Sasha still won, but they got in a fight near the end. Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns still won but they they worked you know, together actually better know. than everybody yeah else, but so. kevin was also mocking yeah, Roman exactly. the whole time and all that you know seth so rollins doing those kinds you know pedigreed uh yeah. chris jericho yeah. but they won braun s- strowman is killing it right he, now he i thought he was a I weak never, wrestler I, but he's not well i went to um an nxt live event in uh florida a couple years ago back when sasha banks was nxt uh women's champion still and Braun never got put on NXT TV. He got brought straight to the main roster. Right. But they used him, and I saw him in like a you know an army base in front of like three hundred people. And everyone there was like, "Well, that guy's going to be pushed to the moon because mm-hmm. he's just so impressive looking." But because he's so impressive, it doesn't mean that he can't wrestle. It means that he doesn't need to wrestle. He doesn't need to right. do a lot. So he has like it's the, a, it's the big show mentality. Of yeah, like, big show mentality. If he does if he does too much, then it it diminishes his character that he does he shouldn't be flying all over the place well that's what the big show's problem was when he first started because he was so big but he was trying to jump off the top rope and do all these ridiculous moves with that said when he he you know he mowed over big e on raw mowed over almost the entire new day and then uh almost murdered shane mcmahon at the end of the show Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) uh what about the goldberg and brock lesnar i told phil i did see that on youtube that was funny the well I don't think Goldberg looks bad. I actually, he just looks different, and I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing. I wish that they were. I like that he's saying that he wants to be a superhero for his kids. Mm-hmm. That his, well, his have wife you noticed and his the new way son they've, have never seen him wrestle. The way they built up his look is, I don't know if you noticed, he's been wearing like heavy jackets and bigger yeah. things. And I'm like, is he? Are they doing that on purpose so that when he does take off his shirt, it'll show that he's actually he's, been. He's keeping, still in good shape. It looks like he's in really good shape. And I don't mean this as a knock. He looks like the world's toughest dad. He looks like <laughs> if you were at a restaurant with your family. He does look tougher than he's And Slater. someone said something like, you know, offhanded about your family that he would, the dad that like wouldn't take it, but they could actually do something about mm-hmm. it. And I know that that's not a great comparison to the previous Goldberg character, mm-hmm. but I don't think that it's silly to expect him to be a man that hasn't wrestled in 12 years. 12 years is a long time. And he's what, 50? He's north of 50, I think. Okay. I think when he wrestled Goldberg at WrestleMania 20, he was about the age Lesnar is now. Okay. All right. Something like that. He was in his late 30s, which means he's got to be in his early 50s now. I don't know exactly how old he is. But he looked good. I thought the uh, security dividing the ring was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like too much for Brock to walk away like he did, but yeah. I know they needed them not to be together until Survivor Series. Yeah. I thought it was a little sad that Rusev wasn't on the show at all. I mean, that happens when they do... Yeah, there was a lot in this sh- this episode, but it's it's a four hour. It's almost four hours. They can yeah, put them in there. <laughs> well, they're building to a four hour pay per view, and there are only six matches announced for the show. But you could have told really? somebody, to... yeah. Well, so what are they going to do for four hours then? Have really long matches, or have Stephanie McMahon come out and cut multiple oh, promos, or maybe Flo Rida will perform. <laughs> um, uh, overall, uh, the. Um... The, the ending segment, the whole the SmackDown, SmackDown, the SmackDown guys invaded, my, was really great. My 
biggest problem was the whole tire, um, the whole tire angle. Bray Wyatt was wearing a SmackDown shirt. I said shirt. the same thing. Sam said the same I, thing last I was night. talking about the when the Undertaker came out on SmackDown the next day. He Undertaker also doesn't. I don't know what the story is about it. When he holds a microphone, he always takes the WWE logo box off of a microphone. Mm. He's never held never it that way. That. I don't know if it's because he thinks he looks silly holding the microphone so close to because mm. he holds the microphone stranger than yeah, most yeah. people. Uh, but he would have never done that. If they did a Team Raw versus Team SmackDown and Undertaker was on Team SmackDown, he would not have been wearing Ever. a blue T-shirt. Ever. And it wouldn't have mattered. No, yeah. it wouldn't have mattered. No, that so, now it, on SmackDown when they did it again, they did, he, he wasn't did wearing it, it. Yeah. exactly. So I guess somebody I noticed, noticed it instantly. I'm like, yeah. oh, see, this makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah. Why was he wearing it last it's night? It's why then? people don't. It's why Bray Wyatt. I don't care that Bray Wyatt loses. People don't like that he doesn't win feuds. The character to me has always been a character that he's about anarchy and chaos. He just messes with people, mm-hmm. and then the only way for him to stop is if they beat him up bad enough that he moves like the joker he doesn't care what happens exactly he's exactly like the joker that's a good way to think he's not he's not trying to win championships he's not trying to win feuds he's just pushing people's buttons and then once he gets tired he moves on so he doesn't need to win feuds my point is that they don't commit to his character i.e the t-shirt thing if they treated bray wyatt with more respect to his character and character it would work out he would be more over, in my opinion. I got a question about respect. What do you think about how uh, Roman Reigns carries his belt? I don't really think that. That doesn't bother me. It doesn't I, bother you? Doesn't I, bother I'm always the guy that likes people that wear the belt. Right. I love when they wear the belt, and yeah. it's like, look at this. I've, if I was a champion, I'd be wearing that thing everywhere. It, it, it... This is something I was thinking about. That's a, you know you're talking about visuals. That's a visual. He's only thing started doing it for the past three weeks too. That's like a new thing. That means his. he's like, I don't care about this stupid belt. I want to go back to being the number one contender. Well, it's kind also of guy. it's a this is a weird thing to to think about. But if a guy's ring gear includes pants and a shirt, when someone would norm, normally wear a belt, they look weird wearing a championship belt. In my kind of when Dean Ambrose wears it around his waist, he looks silly. Actually, it's only when you shouldn't be wearing a belt in your attire. I guess. Did you look all right wearing a shirt? Speaking of Roman, uh, Seth's line right before uh-huh. that are are they putting them back together? I I don't want to think. You know the 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 Seth Shield and Roland, I'm talking debuted about. at the Survivor Series in 2012. Yeah, it's 2012. Uh, so it's you know it's it'll be the anniversary of when they debut. It'll be the anniversary when a lot of people debut. Uh, Kurt Angle, strong Undertaker, formula. Undertaker, Rock, Kurt Angle. And the Shield, most notably. John Cena, but uh, I would love for the Shield to get back together. They keep teasing it. Um, all three guys are finally on the same side because Seth was heel, so it's never going to work that yeah. way. Now he's, I guess you could say he's kind of a tweener, but he's he's babyface. Um, he's a fun guy. But I don't know. I think that if they didn't do Triple H versus Seth at Survivor Series, then I think that it's pretty obvious they're going to do Seth versus Triple H at. Uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yeah, I maybe so. the Royal Rumble, but yeah, if they true. don't. They might. So I would imagine they need to plant another seed here. So Soon. I feel, you know, yeah. that's you know, if not a Survivor Series, then definitely by because uh, we haven't Roadblock. seen Triple H at since, all since Kevin Owens became champion. And then before that was WrestleMania, right? Yeah, he's so, working out. He's too busy working out. That's why that angle was so great because Roman beat Triple H and he was gone after that. So when he came back and interfered. To he cost Roman the belt, and no one ever mentions that part because That's true. it was just yeah. Triple H getting his comeuppance from losing the belt at Mania. Yeah, yeah. And then you think, okay, and now he's going to help Seth. So then when he helps Kevin, 
it was a swerve. It was a swerve that even if you see it coming, it still works because it, it's it's unnecessary. Well, you got to think too. Triple H is getting old like The Undertaker. And when The Undertaker would win or lose or whatever, or mostly when he would lose, he would just go away for a while. Yeah. He doesn't show up on TV. You know, it's just like they have lives. And maybe he's doing, he's more part of the show now. So he's behind the scenes. He's doing, he's taking more parts maybe behind, you know, calling the shots. Do, I noticed that the, when I do watch Raw, um and smackdown that it's it's it flows different than it used to yeah they're 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 doing better with camera angles i was talking to sam about that they're doing more like wcw camera angles with things which i as a younger person didn't really understand it but going back watching some of the programming i liked uh so that's that could be a reason why i'm i guess i think too much about what they're trying to make us think about and just think about the silly things like that Well, yeah that's why uh that's why the Undertaker is so great when he comes out because he makes you forget about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He yeah. still has it. Let's go. See, let's talk about the 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 nine hundredth the nine hundredth episode of SmackDown. Woo! Can't even count that high. Uh, it was actually a really good episode. It was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, it flowed better. Than I'm most a, I'm upset seen. that the Miz is Intercontinental. I'm not. I'm not upset. I didn't like that. That uh, was the first match. I think Dolph would have had a great match with Sami Zayn, but I don't think that means that Miz can't create a good match with Sami Zayn. But I was looking forward to the assumptive. Ziggler versus Sami Zayn match Survivor Series. I, think, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure why that happened. They didn't want on the pay per view. They didn't want Dolph to lose because I think the belt's going to uh, Raw. You think he's Miz is mm-hmm. going to be a transitional champion? That's unfortunate. So I think there's going to be two belt I mean, changes it's, in a it's week. It's going to be in, in Canada, so Sami Zayn's going to get cheered very loudly. Mm-hmm. Um, but just for match quality, I mean, the Miz has been doing really well. Like, yeah, actually, the match was really good. I would I mean. say for for that, my thoughts on that would be like. Yeah, think of it. The Miz is way more entertaining than Dolph Ziggler. He is. Well, Dolph the... Ziggler sells way too hard. He's worse yeah. than Shawn Michaels on some things, <laughs> and it. You say worse I like, than Shawn I like Michaels, the... but Shawn Michaels is the greatest wrestler of all time. I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> he wasn't on my list, or your list, or Chris's well, list. That's a... Exactly. <laughs> all right. Okay. Anyway, so Dolph Ziggler, I like him as a person. I like him as a wrestler, but he's that. He's still, even though they he gets the championships, I feel like they feel bad for him. Because he puts in the work, he can't he's be like so, he's so not. What, so where does Dolph the Miz from has he the lost, championships so over and over, and he carries over? them because he is a champion. He's like the Ric Flair. He he, he does the part. Do not compare Mick, I'm not, the Miz wow, to Ric Flair. Man. You compare the Miz. He's trying to. Yeah, he's he's still using the figure four. He, See, he yeah. does more for the belt than Dolph he does, does do more for the belt. I didn't yeah. think that Miz should have lost the belt to Dolph to begin with. I don't think so. And either. he's got so, the dime piece. I, and that's what I said. And. He's I really do, but as you said, even if he wins the belt, he's you think he's going to lose it. I think he's going to lose it on same thing because they're going to get the obviously they're going to get the cruiserweight stuff. I think that's what they're their well, trade off. See, that's an assumption. Maybe neither belt will switch. Wait, Sam. So who's Dolph Ziggler dating? Oh, don't. Oh yeah, Dana I got that toad. Don't. don't. <laughs> would you not a toad? Would you rather see Why would you Dolph Ziggler a as a champion walking to her with her to the ring, or would you rather see the Miz and Maurice? Maurice is okay, like Maurice. Mm. I don't like Maurice. What? I don't. I, she's a, beautiful. This is a family oh, okay. show. I should she's go and beautiful. explaining other things. I was on the front row of Monday Night Raw a few years ago when she was with Ted DiBiase, mm-hmm. and uh, she Junior? was wearing a fur. Yeah, Ted DiBiase Jr. She's wearing a fur <laughs> coat because she was selling that she was with the Million Dollar Man Jr. And yeah. uh, my brother yells out at her, uh, "Why don't you get some real fur, baby?" And she just gives him the most cold, the slowest turn over her shoulder and just is like, this is Chinchilla, baby. And the entire area nice. just all blew up at her. And she switched sides from the ring because everyone was yelling at her. That's good, it. though. So she's great at being, but I don't. She's trying. 
She's no she, Sherry Martell, but the reason she's why, doing good. I, it's hard for me to appreciate the Miz and Maurice. Well, I'm going to say something, but then I like Brock Lesnar. I don't like it when I can tell the people are too much like their character. The yeah. Maurice, Maurice and the Miz seem like I would not like them in real life. Well, that for the Money. same reasons I don't like them as characters. They're the solid bad, the solid heels, the solid bad guys. Not that I feel like I would like The Rock in real life either, but The Rock is like awesome Rock. in real life. Where was yeah. The Rock for SmackDown? Well, the Rock. Oh wait, he showed his uh, Instagram post. Yeah, The Rock. Yeah. Thank that, you. Exactly. Rock. Yeah, he could show up the yeah. Raw and run the show and just do whatever he wants. But when it comes to SmackDown, that little show, SmackDown Live. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. What's the next thing we're going to talk about? The Rock for Smackdown Live 900. Well, what is, do you have a favorite Smackdown moment? Growing up, when I was uh, watching the programming and when Smackdown started, uh, I wasn't, that's when I was fading away from wrestling at the time. So when I'd come back to watch it, it was more towards, let's say, five years ago, and it was just filler. To me, I didn't see the difference because I don't think at that time they had a difference in these wrestlers only wrestled on SmackDown, these wrestlers only wrestled on Raw. They just wrestled. Like, yeah. So to me, it wasn't interest. There was no interest for me to say, I'm going to watch SmackDown because they only have these guys on it. Or maybe there was. It just well, it didn't catch my attention that to way. To me, I, I didn't start watching until right when SmackDown started. Yeah. And Me too. I, I, I remember when SmackDown started. I was watching heavy yeah. then. And I wouldn't get the pay-per-views. I would, um, me and my brother would make predictions on who would win each show and it made it feel it was this weird thing where we wouldn't watch a show but we knew that maybe someone new would be champion the next week and that was exciting Mm -hmm. so whatever the go home show before the pay-per-view was always like the the last chance for us to try and figure out who was going to have the edge at the show we weren't going to be able to watch a point system or something and smackdown we no it was just whoever got the most things right this conversation thing and uh Nobody got punished. So SmackDown was always the last show. So it became yeah. that was the last show before pay per view. Was, was on Thursday nights show, then, right? Always, yes, Thursday yeah, night SmackDown. Okay. Uh, now it's Tuesday. And then you know I didn't watch in the early nineties, so I didn't watch every Raw. But watching the video package at the beginning of this week's SmackDown, I realized I've seen. Every, I don't know if I probably have missed once or two, but mm-hmm. I've pretty much steadily been watching since that ninety nine. I think I've seen like all the major events that yeah. happened on uh, SmackDown. Yeah. My first wrestling show that I ever went to was a SmackDown. Oh, really? Uh, that uh, the uh, Chris Jericho was the undisputed champion. Nice. And he had two belts, and he cut this great promo. He had just he was it was right after the alliance, so he was kind of a tweener like the week before. But when he beat The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night to become the undisputed champion, he officially became one hundred percent heel. So he'd been kind of a good guy a little bit before. And he cut this great promo where he's like, I don't appreciate the reaction that you people have been giving me lately. I used to be your favorite. Actually, you I, rem- know I remember why? the promo. It's because it's human nature 
to dislike people who are better than <laughs> themselves. And then he's like, I am better looking. And then he does this great, I'm better looking than all of you. And then he points at a guy in the audience, like, especially that guy. And I looked at where, at where he was pointing, and that was one of the most unattractive people I've ever seen in my life. I, <laughs> where was like, that, New Orleans? Yeah. And as a little kid, I remember thinking, the guy looks so bad, I thought he was a plant. Which doesn't make sense. Why would they put like a just plant an, an ugly person? Because there's probably a lot of no, them. No, but I mean, like he he was like wearing like a like a like a tank top at a wrestling show. It was in the know? south, so yeah, yeah I mean, no, to be yeah. expected. He didn't look like he was. So, he was like at the barricade. Like he ran up just to like spit on Chris Jericho. Yeah, he well, looked like you know he had a spittoon at home. He was ready to that watch professional wrestling that night, not sports entertainment. So that's what they were pointing out. Was it still Swartz Entertainment then, or was it Pro yeah, Wrestling? Yeah, it, it was. It was six months before they went to WWE, so it was still WWF at the time. Ooh, it was one of the last shows. The Rock was there. Stone Cold, the Scribble Scratch WWF. Uh, Undertaker rode his motorcycle. I don't care what anybody says. I liked under. I liked motorcycle Undertaker. <laughs> the I real, that's a real Undertaker. Undertaker. That's what he is. A biker. A young Rock. version of me loved Limp Bizkit. I'm embarrassed to say. I'll. I'll admit, Did you have the red hat? I had terrible. No, I didn't have the red hat. Wow. But like most adolescence in the year 2001 i liked limp biscuit i guess uh did you have all the cds the three dollar bill was it was that's, i don't want to get i'm just saying and then oh undertaker <laughs> so you know well he had kid rock and then he had yeah rolling you know he was the, the only limp he biscuit. was the only uh wrestler that was using pop music at the time they started doing it more after that yeah now when you watch it the network you don't know you mm. know they have to play his ministry of darkness over it oh do they, they yeah they yeah, don't i didn't even notice that yeah they occasionally will play Edge's Rob Zombie music, mm-hmm. but only occasionally. I don't know why not every time. It doesn't make, why don't they own like a they license to do that? No, that doesn't make any sense. I, I don't know it's how It's got to be works. something about it's reproducing be it. Because yeah. if it's, David Otonga needs to do a better job and get that straightened out. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll blame everything on David Otonga. Uh, who's the new announcer on SmackDown? That, uh, David Otonga? Oh, no, 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 no. it's um, Tom Phillips. Yeah, Tom I like Phillips. him. Oh. I like Tom Phillips, too. I like Tom Phillips, I like Corey Graves, and I like Maura Ronaldo. I don't awesome. like anybody else. I hate Byron Saxton. The best part of Byron Saxton was when him. Kevin Owens would mess with him on NXT. Yeah, that's freaking... He's hilarious <laughs> yes. when he messes when with he, him now. Yeah. Kevin Owens should be on commentary. William Regal should be on commentary. Renee yeah. Young should be on commentary, but they don't... Hard Buddy JBL, Harper should be on commentary. You know, He's when, not that bad. Talking about old SmackDowns, Taz and Michael Cole were never my favorite announced team, but they balanced each other, and they felt real. Everything the announcers say now feels like they're getting so fed lines. Well, no, it's lines. it's like it feels like they're reviewing a show on E. Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> it's like it's like they don't. It's like they're trying to not sound like marks. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? They're trying to not sound like wrestling fans, so they're trying to call it like out of the bubble, which makes me not invest because you want to listen to the commentary like someone who cares about the about what's going on and the only one that does that i feel is up uh, morando is moro ronaldo yeah but he's an he's an announcer for mma so yeah. like he is good yeah, at that he called he would call all japan. the uh the new japan stuff that oh really okay Axis, yeah. yeah yeah when he got signed to wwe and he couldn't do anymore access tv hired jim ross good old boy jr so now jr's oh. calling new japan which is weird because he doesn't know anything about japanese wrestling so he just compares everything to like uh, ricky steamboat and rick yeah, flair it's, it's i mean funny. it's great it's awesome uh, he does this because he, he he's smart enough to say you know josh barnett take over or like he'll pass yeah, along yeah. over to him just like i'll do with sam all right you know what say it better you yeah. say it better yeah. than me because i'll say it's silly like i know how to say it yeah. uh, and then going back to like here's my biggest problem with what's smackdown that happened this week was the uh the girl uh survivor series thing oh I... bailey bailey 
was a Bailey. bad guy. And I we said the same thing. Why, beat that, it was stomping I was, I was Nikki Bella Phil, down. No, she was trying to aggressively hug Nikki Bella. She was. She didn't understand. That looked wrong. Charlotte told <laughs> Bailey, we're going to hug Nikki with punches. She and did. she fell it for it. It looked wrong. Well, did you notice that when they were doing the, the hard cameras afterwards... Bailey was nowhere to be seen. She was probably so embarrassed. She went back to the No, crowd. she was crying because she realized that she didn't know what she was doing. That's she was cool. looking she at her there. hands. Go, like, Bailey. She was looking at her hands like the rock biter. They look so, like strong hands, don't they? What direction would it have been like, oh, Bailey, you have to go stomp somebody down in the rink like a bad guy? Because nobody likes Nikki Bella. Except, I don't even think John Cena likes it, her that much. Wow. Have watched, I mean, have you watched the show? <laughs> Wait, do you like he's, how she comes out and she rips? We talked about this. He looks like he looks like. Oh, when she when, when she she's comes wearing out, her shirt and then she rips it off, yeah. she's wearing an identical shirt underneath. Is that what happened? That's just confusing. Oh, I didn't even know that. Look, Sam said she looks like she might be a never nude. I'm like, it might be true. Yeah, there are dozens of them. Dozens um, of us. <laughs> so, <laughs> Arrested the, Development. The show ended on Edge's cutting edge. I loved Edge's beard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wrote something he, down about that. He um he's grew his hair back out long too. Yeah, the pictures I kept showing were like his clean cut, like I work on a soap opera show, right? Haircut, and I was just like, I was like, ah, I don't, I, like, I that don't edge. like Edge. And then when he came out, I was like, all right, I kind of like Edge now. What do you have against? Why do you? Why don't you like Edge? Because I liked Christian better. He's more. You can still like Edge because Edge was one of those guys too that sold too hard, and I don't like guys that sell well, too hard. Edge, when I when I started getting older, and you you're hip more to how the the business works, you start wanting it to feel more real because mm-hmm. you, it doesn't. It's the illusion is gone. And right around when that was kind of setting in for me, and I was kind of drifting away from the product, was when Edge was cheating on his wife with Lita, who was cheating on Matt Hardy. So then Matt Hardy got released, and then they turned all of that into a wrestling angle. Mm-hmm. And that, from that, I like that was entertaining. Edge, Money in the Bank, winning People's Edge lives with over. Lita. I mean, that's terrible, I guess, but uh, but that version of Edge mm. from 2005 to 2006, right before he went to SmackDown, because right. Undertaker was leaving and Mr. Kennedy was hurt. So speaking of awesome. Undertaker, Under yeah, he's still frightening. My yep. friend Chris, like I was saying before, uh, I had a roommate who I was showing to wrestling a few years ago, and uh, his favorite was by well, no, he loved Mark Henry because he looked so cuddly. Was it his sexual? And he chocolate? liked that the world's strongest yeah. man's. Uh, finishing move was the world's strongest slam. Nice. Which is a great reason. Mm-hmm. I like how he's kept his outfit pretty much the same. Exactly. He has the, the world's strongest smile. <laughs> he is so, such a nice guy, yeah. too, like in real life. But I was like, he was like, I, you know, like he, the Undertaker would come out and he would be like, oh, he's so scary. And I'm like, are you saying that you're fallen for, you know, he's not really dead, right? He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> I know he's not undead. I just think that a man in his late 40s who's seven feet tall and wears eyeliner is a very frightening thing to be have coming at you. I was like, you know what? It is. That's why he's scary. It's not because he's spooky. It's because, God, Wait, we totally missed something, guy? guys. We totally missed the whole tag team debacle. Oh, I don't want to go that. into it. We don't want to go into it, but we. I want to tell you this. You can have a match with that many tag teams and still be entertaining. Just look up New Japan. Mm-hmm. Because they had, what is it, the Young Bucks? At Wrestle Kingdom 10 this year, yeah, it was... Uh, Rapungi Vice, the Young Bucks, whatever Matt Seidel and Ricochet's team is called. Yeah. And uh and Red Dragon. Red Dragon. But that's half Ooh. 
You see, you say as many teams. That's half as many teams as were in that match. That was one team. No, but what I'm saying, like they could have, they could have, they could have probably had two more like (laughs) Japanese teams, and it probably still would have been just as entertaining. Because in Japan or in Mexico, when they have a match, if a team gets knocked out, sometimes they don't worry about so hard on the tag. They keep the energy and flow going of the match. Just the strong. I'm gonna be honest with you. I fast forwarded through this. Yeah, we watched it it, for the most part. Yeah, well, yeah, we watched it. They couldn't even bump the ropes. Because they had so many people. people. That's so. uh, And I'm saying how much the ascensions makeup is getting more and more terrible every week. They need to stop wearing makeup. The ascensions. They need to stop altogether. Really, I don't want. I don't want to rip on all. I like. I I like most of the tags. American Alpha are great. I know you. I know you don't like the Usos now. No, you didn't like the Usos before. No, I didn't. So the Usos before you hate them. Then they changed everything about themselves, and you also hate them. Well, I don't like them. No, do you like Brizango? Brizango? Oh, I love those guys. I didn't the even realize fashion. that was going on until I saw that. I was like, wait, what are these guys doing? I didn't like what they were wearing, but I like <laughs> I like them because I like those silly kind of guys. It kind of reminds me of the Miz and uh, John Morrison. John Morrison. It reminds mm-hmm. me of that thing, mm-hmm. and they were great. They 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 were hilarious. They had good matches because they had a good dynamic. Yeah, but I mean, it's when the Miz and John Morrison were tagging. They were ECW champions, and because ECW was like the third brand that didn't really count as a third brand, they would put them on Raw and SmackDown. They were the only two guys that were wrestling both shows, which is a weird thing to think that The Miz was part of like a workhorse group, but they were putting, they were the ones putting on like the 15, 20 minute match on Raw and SmackDown that entire time. Yeah. With whoever was there on Raw. They usually would lose or and they win had a nefariously. huge YouTube following. They had like their own YouTube programming yeah. they were doing and stuff. But the other teams were the, the Vaudevillians, which I love. I think they're great. They need to give them no. a little bit more. But they're, they're not, they're not, they can't do it. I think on these bigger programs, NXT house shows, independent shows that kind of. Do you like Mojo? <laughs> I actually like the Hype Bros. The you Hype like Bros. The Hype Bros are okay. But I like Zack Ryder now. He's I... solid, but he's 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 with Emma. I give him that. Every time I see Zack Ryder now, I just remember that I watched him win that ladder match at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and then lose it the next day, mm-hmm. and then it's as if it didn't Which was happen. crap. Yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania was... His beard is very think dark. Think about everything that happened at WrestleMania. Roman Reigns became the guy. Not mm-hmm. true right now. They had the first women's match where the bad guy won. And then when they had the first women's pay-per-view main event, the bad guy also won. Which I think is weird. I love Charlotte, but I think it's weird to, to end something that's supposed to be like the greatest thing like a, mo- a moment and then to watch it with, with a deflated audience because right, no right. one's cheering because the bad guy won. Bad guy won. I do like that they're treating her like her dad, where she's going to be, you know, here's all the other people that people like, and that I'm just the one that always wins. I'm I like the, that I'm they the, don't mention... I'm the heel champion. Yeah, I don't like that they barely ever now mention Ric Flair, and he's not at the ring anymore. No. I feel like she's yeah, jumped out of the nest. she made him cry and, and kicked him out. That's true. But I like that, because before it was aggravating me, so be- everything was Ric Flair. Before we move off of uh, SmackDown, Undertaker said he's back. Yeah. Uh, what does that mean? I, you know, I had flashbacks to when The Rock said the same thing a few years ago, and then he's and then he been took the back a handful left. of times. Yeah. Uh, I got really excited about it. I like the idea, like you said, he's he said that he's not, he doesn't want to be defined by WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I don't That's like awesome. when somebody comes back for one match. Triple H does the same thing. Uh, you so have one match a year. He, might, seems he might be the new Phantom of the Opera of the Well, Smackdown. he's like threatening like the SmackDown team, if y'all lose, yeah, y'all, y'all have lose. to deal with me. So what happens? They lose, and whoever the reason they lose for, that's who he gets in a feud mm-hmm. with. Yeah, which hopefully will not be Bray Wyatt. I think it's be Randy Orton. Well, we'll think of this. 
Bray Wyatt is like the new Undertaker. He gets guys over. Yeah. And he's the guy that does all the supernatural stuff. Well, yeah, but he's already had two feuds with the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. A third and one will lost. not go well either. I doubt he's going to win. I'll watch it. it. I'll watch it too, yeah. but yeah, I, I'm, I read I or something be, else. It's you know, like a Dean thing or something a, um, like that. Make it weird. Well, I mean, that's the thing. See, that's the, the monkey wrench is that mm-hmm. if they do Kane and Undertaker versus the Wyatt family at TLC, it's not Bray and Luke, it's Bray and Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. So then you can play off of, I don't know, that Orton's going to grow a beard and wear, you know, trunks and that's funny. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, My girlfriend like that. Who do you think has the stronger team for Survivor Series? Do you think it's Raw or as, as the, the the men's five? Raw, the, definitely. You think Raw? Yeah. See, but then neither. Which show do you think is a better show right now? Mm-hmm. It, it would change day by day. Yeah, like every week See, it changes. I, SmackDown, I, I SmackDown, I think's a actual better show because it's a little bit shorter and they they get to the point a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Raw has a lot of filler that happens in between it. It's Raw. SmackDown will have people not be on the show and you see them not really bat an eye at it. Mm-hmm. On Raw, it's because they have the extra hour. They think they have enough time to do everything, so they cram everybody in there, and then that's why it's called so, raw. So every yeah, <laughs> so then people only have a, like a five minute, ten minute segment, and so nobody's getting over because they're trying to get everybody over at once. Yeah. Whereas on SmackDown, you have a lot of guys that really aren't doing that well. The Ascension you said aren't doing very well. The Vaudevillains aren't doing very well, but because they aren't, teams like Heath Slater and Rhino are are doing amazing you know that's the balance if you have there's everybody more smacking even, down. if you have everybody even then it doesn't feel like anybody is high yeah if you have to have people low for the people up high to seem high and i think smackdown's having that balance there's more better. there's more smacking down on smackdown there's more wrestling and that's what is the origin of people usually watching wrestling is the wrestling not the talking and wwe is catering on probably raw for the the entertainment value more because they do they have you know the total bella show that did okay i don't know how it did ratings wise but i think it did pretty well and the total divas show which is i think blown up since mm. it first when it first started it was like whatever show i think it starts tonight actually yes it does mm. no. tonight is what november no, tonight is friday november 18th <laughs> when we recorded this, we're live I think it starts tonight. on november <laughs> we're not 18th. live but was get to with that when it first came out i watched Ruined that illusion <laughs> i did i was like i'm not gonna watch this show about the girls and then I got into like, I start watching. At, at the I don't want to. I don't want to talk about how much everyone secretly loves Total Divas. Oh, well, I, 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 I will say it completely open. I love it. You either love it or you hate it, and thus you love it because the best part is watching John Cena and Daniel Bryan give side glances to their girlfriends, going, "Why the hell do you have? What do you? What? Stop! If you haven't <laughs> yeah. seen uh, Natalia try to get a half deaf dominatrix whip, oh my God. TJ into pretending to be a cat. And then watching her try to act like she crazy. doesn't understand why he's upset while there's cameras in his house. That's the best part of the show yeah. is all the male wrestlers on there keep looking at the girls going, I'm upset because there's a camera crew here. And you can't wait till Dean Ambrose will go to his place. That's the see because <laughs> Renee Young's on this season. Yep. Oh, God. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast. 
the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Okay, so Survivor Series, Chris. How do you feel about Survivor Series? Do you think do you okay. still get excited about Survivor Survivor Series? Survivor Series is my second favorite pay per view behind uh, Royal Rumble. So does worse? What's is WrestleMania below that? Probably. And then yeah. SummerSlam. SummerSlam, I don't find anything special about. And then like Night there's of nothing. Yes. No, no. And then um, Elimination so you say Chamber. That I think SummerSlam has the hype of WrestleMania without overdoing it, and then the matches are usually better. I guess. If I listed favorite matches from SummerSlam, it would be longer than right, matches right. from WrestleMania. Okay. It's weird. I don't think of wrestling. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, but we're I'm not talking about SummerSlam. We're talking about Survivor Series. Survivor Series. Yeah. I, to me, watching wrestling is watching wrestling. I don't think of, oh, man, this this uh, pay-per-view is better than that pay-per-view. What I remember from what I was expl- explaining to Sam last night on the TV that we were watching on SmackDown live was what I always enjoyed was the atmosphere of each pay-per-view. Yeah. You know, yeah. it like WCW killed it. Bash at the beach. Oh, God. you know they had the beach scene. They had so many bashes. Halloween Havoc. They had these huge like scenes. I love that well, one. Well, Survivor yeah. Series used to be WWE on is Thanksgiving. The same. It used to be on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was a Thanksgiving tradition. What WWE does now, or has done for the last decade, is uh, same arena arenas that they use for the SmackDown and Raw programming. So. There's no, to me, there's no mental vis- visual change of what the atmosphere well, is. Survi- and to me, a lot of this atmosphere is the programming. Survivor Series was the first uh, VHS tape of wrestling I ever got of mm-hmm. Survivor Series 2000, <laughs> nice. which uh, ended with Triple H dropping, I mean, Stone Cold dropping Triple H in a car from on top of a crane from like 50 feet. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And he miraculously lived, came back to Raw a couple of weeks later. Didn't a screw job happen that? Survivor that, Series? Okay. The screw drop happened at Survivor Series 97. The real screw drop, the mm. Montreal screw job. And then they did the exact same ending sequence the next year with with The Rock and Mankind. Okay. Uh, and then that same one with two th- at, at 2000, Kurt Angle fought The Undertaker. That's actually a really great match. It's mm. if we're you know it's an election year. That was in 2000, so they just had the, the Bush-Gore election. Okay. Where they were doing the recount because... Florida had like the, yeah, the hanging yeah, chat, yeah. but the show was in Florida. So every wrestler that came out cut like a promo on all the heels were like, I'm embarrassed to, to be here in Florida because I don't count it as part of the, you know, it was Man, hilarious. they booked that real good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and because they were in Florida, Undertaker wore like alligator skin pants. He looks kind of like Ray Wyatt in this match because he's oh, really? wearing alligator skin Actually, pants. now that you say that, I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. He looks like a giant Bray Wyatt. He like could have won like a couple times. He did that thing, which I that was one of my favorite things when I first started watching Undertaker. So he would pin someone, it would be over, and then he would lift the guy's shoulder off and be like, "No, ref, yeah, I'm yeah. not done beating up on this guy." And then he'd lose. Yeah. Uh, where uh, at the end, Kurt Angle crawled under the ring, and Undertaker pulled out what he thought was Kurt Angle, threw him in the ring, last ride, one, two, but then Earl Hebner's like, "No, that's not Kurt Angle." 
that's Kurt Angle's twin brother, Eric or Angle or whatever. And then Kurt Angle comes in and like schoolboys Undertaker and runs away. They pulled twin it magic so on silly. him. Yeah, twin silly magic. Goose. Way before uh, Brie and Nikki Bella were doing it, Kurt Angle. Or what about Earl Hebner? He pulled that trick once or twice. He has a twin yeah. brother. Uh, so, Bet you didn't know that, Chris. Did so you? How, many ma- how many matches are on the card for Survivor Series? Uh, there are six. They're gonna fill a four-hour extravaganza Which I with find six matches. It's gonna be damn impossible. It's gonna be raw all over. Talk, talk, talk. Blah blah uh, blah. Well, Maybe a band. Oh okay. yeah. So they I've haven't got... announced it. They haven't announced a band, so I doubt it very seriously. Yeah. Okay. So I want. I want to say this. I think for these predictions, we mm-hmm. should have something on the line. All Let's right? do it. Okay. So whoever gets the most right. I don't know. Guess the pick what we're going to talk about next week. We'll talk. Yeah. Gets to take total control. Takes total control. Which will be me. Okay. All right. And then whoever loses. Has to do an opening promo at the beginning of the show. Has to do an opening promo at the beginning of the show. Wait. In in honor of The Undertaker for Survivor Series, they have to do it uh, doing the late, great Paul Bearer. Percy. You have to to cut a promo as Percy Pringle the third. Yes. Not Percy Pringle, though. No. Specifically Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer, okay. <laughs> you, have to, you have to say it like you're really upset that you lost. You have to cut a promo on losing. All right. I'll prep. Show. If I, no, I'm not going to lose, though, but I'll watch yeah. some. So there's a lot of line stuff. before I ask you these questions. All right. So, so I'm not scared. Okay. So we're just, so, but then we're only going to do for the six that are announced as of today. Okay. All right. So. Uh, what, remember, too, they usually do a pre-show when they're going to be like the cruiserweights yeah, running I that. Don't like, I don't like hinging the win loss based Let's on our the truth six. these are our actually truth six should not be settling nice. anything okay? okay uh these are the six matches that are actually on the website yeah uh, wwe.com yes okay so what's what's the first match brian kendrick versus Kalisto. so brian kendrick is i know that like people don't like that the how the cruiserweights have been on raw since the cruiserweight division but i love brian kendrick that mm-hmm. i don't really care i haven't really the noticed. brian kendrick the brian kendrick uh he was one of my favorite guys when he when he finally got away from Paul London and started wearing that ridiculous jacket. He's pretty ridiculous and in his, TNA. He's got a. I was gonna say that on Raw. He's got a pirate. He's got a. So he always he always brings um a flag from black a Blackbeard's flag. Yes. To the ring. Yes. I don't know what the real story is behind that. He has a but black it is beard. the Blackbeard flag, and he's got a new flag where it's a skeleton of Blackbeard holding hands with like a skeleton that looks like him and he's holding a cruiserweight. Where did he get that like the, doesn't he have like the, the captain's hook that's his move? Yeah. Which oh, is gosh. like a side headlock. It was called the bully choke okay. in the cruiserweight classic, but then I guess they don't want kids emulating something called the bully choke. <laughs> I think it's I get that, but it's like the no bullying program. If kids are watching wrestling, it they're doesn't already really, trying yeah, to do yeah, this stuff yeah, when you were exactly, yeah. you know, like, anyway, uh, the bully choke, who wins this match? You know, Sam? Try to F- I think uh I'm going with Kalisto. Because I really think they're going to bring the cruiserweight division to SmackDown. What's the special move called? The 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 Selena Del Sol. Yeah, it's pretty badass. It was last. It was last year that he did that on the, one of the, the Usos ladder. on the ladder. Yeah. yeah, he won Superstar of the Year. And he's yeah. fallen. Yeah, kind of. He's pretty ladder. He had, ladder, a, he had no. a good U.S. run on uh, last yeah. year. This he, year, this year. Uh, we were just talking about his matches with Alberto Del Rio. Kind of left. They stunk. Some and, room uh, to be desired. Ryback too. And Ryb- yeah. <sighs> yeah, the late great Ryback. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, so who, le- you- who left right before Goldberg came back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Why aren't they chanting Ryback at Goldberg? They, sh- well, they should start everybody saying, likes feed Goldberg, me more so. when Goldberg comes back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just do that one. Uh, Sam, okay, wait, wait. So you said Kalisto. Who yes. do I think is going to win? Uh, I'm picking Kendrick. I know that uh, Kalisto will probably win. No, I'm picking Kendrick, dude, because yeah. he's still got to develop these guys. A lot of these guys in the Cruiserweight division... 
uh, they're still new to this big product. He's been there. He's been gone back to the indies. He's trained a lot of people. That's including his job. Eva Marie. I don't know if that's something I would Eva like to If you mention. watch yeah. Total Divas, yeah. it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, he's big on the indies, so he, kn- he he's the networking guy. He's the physical in-ring carry but the guys next level. But that doesn't mean that he's not going to lose the... I don't know why I'm arguing with you. I picked Brian Kendrick as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up is the Miz versus Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Champion. I still... <sighs> Where is this at again? Where is this pay-per-view at? Uh, Canada. This is going to be in Toronto. Canada. Toronto. I'm going with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. I think if he doesn't ba- throw his shoulder out of place again for throwing his hands <laughs> for in the air celebrating aggressively. That was one of the worst. The um, If you watch uh, Over the Limit from 2010, Randy Orton versus Edge, mm-hmm. he's doing the uh, like the setup for the RKO, and he stomps his fist and, and pulls his arm out of socket. Really? Just from setting up the move, and they have to end wow, it. Right that sucks. That. And that's why he doesn't punch the, the mat anymore. He, like, he slaps, slaps it, it like a yeah. baby. So you you're going with Sami Zayn, Chris? Yes. I'm I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with Sami Zayn. I love Sami Zayn, but he does not have the best track record of he beat the he beat the Universal Champion at he's the a, last he's a human, he had. He's a human crash dummy right now for the main roster. So the Miz going for the Miz, the double M Miz Maurice. Okay. Uh, next is the tag team Survivor Series elimination match team Raw team SmackDown. So many people. The headbangers, aren't they in it? You have to name all the teams that are in each Oh, good God. Is the headbangers going to win? The headbangers are not in it. Dang it. We got... All right, so Team SmackDown is Breezango. Okay. The Hype Bros. Okay. The Usos. Definitely not. American Alpha. And the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Beauty and the Man Beast, Rhino and... God has kids. The One Man Band. How many kids does he have? Is it 13 at this point? I don't know. It kept changing every he, week. Yeah, he, so. he, <laughs> this account the number of tattoos he has. That's how many kids he has. That, he doesn't have kids. This is tattoos. He calls kids. So, oh, and, then, the on, other team? and then on Raw, we got Enzo and Cass, uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, the Shining Stars. It was gold. It was the Golden Truth, yeah, they, but then the Shining it. Stars. Uh, I forgot they were even that thing. Traded them like a. <laughs> so, a well, how do you feel about share. that? They switched from the. Uh, the luchadors to the shining stars thing. I feel bad. They're 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 slowly getting these guys out of here. No, which they is were a the lu- they were the luchadors. Then they were the matadors. Mm-hmm. It's with so the little, sad. With the little bull. Well, let's go to the, let's go to the next. Uh, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Oh yes, and the, club. the Monday Night Raw WWE World Tag Team Champions. Was that good? That was good. That was good. I didn't see his wh- hips wiggled that hard, so I didn't feel it. Um, the new day. I got SmackDown on this. Okay, so I don't want to. Well, you, you you have your reasons, Chris. That's fine. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna well, okay. So, so I say SmackDown just because. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give everyone some some inside information. Mm-hmm. Since the Ooh. beginning of the brand extension, what 15 years ago, mm-hmm. they've done a few Raw versus SmackDown. Despite what Stephanie McMahon will say on Raw. Uh, SmackDown versus Raw will happen again, again and again. Mm-hmm. They always do a few, and it always is like th- it, there'll be three matches. Raw will win one, SmackDown will win the other. So then the third one is the rubber, which means that if SmackDown wins one of them, then that means the Raw will win the other one. Unless you think the SmackDown is going to win a clean sweep, I'm, I don't I'm think not so. No, 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 no. I think the okay. I'm definitely going SmackDown on the tag team. 
I, I just think so. It's, it's a team. We're not picking a team in the team. Was it just the team we're picking? I'm no. I'm, I don't want to pick. That's way too. Well, I mean, if you want to call, if you want to add a, a call of what do you think is going to happen? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, SmackDown, Beauty and the Man Beast. Do you have any any or American Alpha? I'm just going to throw too it. Many Chris. Too many Chris. Yeah, I think American Alpha is definitely going to last to the end. They're too. They're uh, too green still for this big show. But so, but then that implies that the, good. But then you're saying that the new day is going to each be pinned away. That's three. Well, mm-hmm. no, it's not going to be think, all three of them. It's, it's only, only going to be two of them. them. Yeah, he's still going to. It depends on if Woods is in it, then they're going to lose. Yeah, because apparently that's how they do that's it. how they do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Who do you got? Uh, definitely Raw. Who's Who's Raw teams again? See, and you, the you're club. Picking raw. Oh, the new club. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm yeah, going with definitely the club because we're watching New Japan the other night, and it's like, man, these guys so badly need to get over they want to and they can but they're they're there to really develop they these need other to go guys to smackdown is what they need to they should not have been pulled away from aj aj's doing awesome on his own but where's finn balor is he is he hurt i know that but he's like smackdown or raw he's raw. on raw he's on raw oh snap so they could put him with him um, i'm gonna go with team smackdown we need some bad guys so the tag team needs to just the division needs some like strong bad guys because it's been silly for long enough there's been so much merchandise flown all over the place. Sam's wearing it tonight. It's just making so fun beautiful. of my Bootio shirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so it's great, but at the same time, it's it needs to go away for a little bit. It's it's gonna get boring after a while. I think they can't they can't jump out of a box of cereal. I again. will. They can't I come will out stop wearing. Again. I'll stop wearing this Bootio shirt if you give me a good sell on why you should eat Bootios. Not even gonna try it. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Next is the Survivor Series Women's Elimination Match. Good lord. I'm going with Raw on this one. You're going to pick the team with Alicia Fox on it. Good god. She's going to go out first because she better, but then the rest of the team can win. Alicia Fox does an incredible Northern Lights suplex. Yes. Japan style. And yet, it does not make up for how much I dislike her. I'm still picking her team. (laughs) I think she's going to get eliminated, and she better get eliminated first, but she's out. Yeah, what about Nia Jax? Well, who do you think is going to survive? Nia Jax Nia will be Jax. elimination. Uh, Bailey will get eliminated yes. because she's going to be too busy hugging so her teammates be... after pinning somebody else. <laughs> it's going to be Charlotte and Nia Jax, probably. I don't want team. I don't want team Nikki Bella, who's not champion on SmackDown, to win. I don't either. So I'm going no. with team Charlotte because it's who should win. How, how do you not? Bad guys. That's pick what I'm saying. Charlotte Bad guys or... need to take over right now. Definitely, I'm going. I'm agreeing with you on that. So you're going to you're going to go sure. with Raw. For sure. Okay. I missed then we start getting into, I guess these would be the two main events. Um, Which one do you think is going to go on last? I think the Brock Lesnar-Goldberg match is going to no. be last. You think so? Yeah. Which I think is not a good... I, I don't know, think so It's either. what they're going to do. They didn't do that it's not thing, what they though, should. When he came back. Mm. But they did gonna... it with... Maybe they won't do it again because they did it with the last Brock Lesnar match and it ended like that. Let me yeah. ask you this. If, if, if they ended on that and Goldberg somehow wins, and then mm-hmm. The Undertaker comes out and stares at Goldberg, how upset would you be? I wouldn't be that upset. That would be kind of awesome. I, I, I'm actually going to say that's kind of awesome. Like, the people who want to see Sting versus Undertaker, I understand it, but think about what that would actually be like. Well, those guys both can... Those guys could hold a match. They had a group. Goldberg... Goldberg is not going to jackhammer the Undertaker. Yeah, Goldberg, yeah, but Undertaker the, can carry Goldberg into having a. He good match. could have carried Undertaker. I don't think he can anymore. Maybe not. They're both over fifty. I don't think they have enough. And they're not as active. Yeah, which is unfortunate. So is that the next match for uh, Survivor Series men's match? All right, Team Raw, SmackDown. Oh, that one. Uh, I'm going with Raw. Why is that, Chris? Um, 
because stronger you, team for one because thing. you let's believe... name the guys. Let's, let's so it's Braun got... Strowman, Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns on yes. Raw. Okay. And SmackDown. SmackDown is AJ Styles, Shane McMahon. It was oh, Baron Corbin, but Shane yeah. McMahon is in there now. Oh man. Who actually? I saw I saw someone complain about it. I think it was King Ross on Blood Culture where. Braun Strowman hasn't like really been knocked off his feet yet, and the first person to do it was Shane McMahon. Perfect. But I mean, but in my first, I was like, but Shane's the giant killer. That's his gimmick. There you Shane go. O'Mac. Yeah. Not Luke Harper, but yeah. Bray and Orton. Yeah. And Dean Ambrose, Dan Ambrose with special mascot, the highest selling merchandise seller on WWE.com, James Ellsworth. Guys, two was it two fist? Yeah, it's the two anyone fist with guy. two hands. Oh yeah, two hands. Stands sorry. But he made that line famous by getting destroyed by Braun Strowman. Raw team member Braun Strowman. I'm going with Raw. I just think it's a stronger team. They have the the more faces of the company. Face they have faces. more Canadians on that team. They, they do have more Canadians on the team. They do have more Canadians on the team. I didn't think about See? that. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> Atmosphere. They have to give the it to The gift them. of Jericho. It'd be amazing if they give it to SmackDown, but I really think Raw is going to go over. Do you think Jericho will get eliminated and then put Survivor Series on the list? <laughs> that'd be good i think if he does get eliminated he'll still be in presence of some sorts because i think you're forced his to best go, you're, i think james ellsworth's to go gonna get involved and he's gonna get face to face with braun yeah he's gonna get tossed braun will get face to face with bray braun's gonna get eliminated but by like count out or like disqualification or something uh and then i think dean will somehow get mad at aj and that will turn into him helping Team Raw. So you're thinking AJ uh, SmackDown just like self-destructs. Yes, uh, but I think, but I think it SmackDown's still gonna win. I'm picking really? SmackDown. Ah. A couple things. SmackDown also always wins because it they helps need them to. More. Because Raw's already over. Right. They're the number one show. You should always play over the number two. And because Randy Orton almost always wins at Survivor Series. So oh. I'm picking Randy Orton to be one of the one because of, the of his tattoos. Guys. I think it's because of his tattoos. They're distracting. There's a lot of skulls on them. I All just right. also love Team AJ. AJ is the I better captain. Too. I love Kevin Owens, but I think his... And I love him with Jericho, and once they break up, it'll be awesome. But I feel like he's lost in the shuffle. I feel like they're still kind of putting him behind Roman Team Reigns. Raw has three of my favorite wrestlers. Mm-hmm. SmackDown has my favorite... One of my favorite wrestlers is AJ. So, I'm... Yeah, Raw. All, right all of the well, I guess... Phil, who, who do you pick? Team Raw or Team SmackDown? Raw, dude. Okay. So you're just... I'm ready to raw dog you got a, this show. You got a clean sweep of raw. Am I? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I didn't even watch raw this week. Well, it's because my cable is out. And but... then the main event is also raw. Is raw versus raw. Yeah. Uh, so Brock Lesnar, Goldberg. I think... Well, wasn't Brock Lesnar more of a SmackDown guy? Yeah, but he's Because he was on the cover of all those stupid games. But he... They weren't stupid. <laughs> those games were awesome. I know. It's don't like saying stupid with yeah, that. I don't know why. Things. Stupid SmackDown. They're all S's. Which one was your favorite SmackDown game? Uh, what you, uh, here comes the pain. Oh seven, yeah. Here comes the pain. Here yeah, that was awesome. was awesome. I never played it. Shut your mouth. Yeah, I had. So I started collecting all of them. I stopped doing it right when the one you got. You said you were. You got a what? Oh eight. Smackdown versus Raw featuring ECW. That was the only one I ever owned. <laughs> I got that one Imagine on Wii that. and yeah. surprisingly playing. Played Sebu. Uh, wrestling games with the Wii nunchuck is not easy. It's not fun. It doesn't sound fun. No. So um, they do not let Goldberg win. I, I can't I, picture it. It depends on what they're... It doesn't... Uh, I don't Boy's know. Boy's in shape. If Goldberg was going to be staying around for a little bit longer, I would He's be like, squash okay. But you probably would have given See, some now squash you say matches. that, but I've heard the argument being that that's... That you're saying that they're going to bring Goldberg back just to lose? 
My answer to that is yes. They, they yeah. Are. That Lesnar's going to win. Stinking back and lost twice. How depressing. But it's, it's, it's upsetting. I don't Super want him depressing. to lose to Goldberg, but I just think, <laughs> when is when is Undertaker, I mean, when is Lesnar going to lose? They tried to make him lose to Roman. When he goes back to the he USC supposed, and he gets paid more He was supposed to money. give his win beating the streak to Roman at the next year. That was supposed to be what happened. But then no one was happy about it. Roman. So they ruined So it's over. So now I don't know Keep what to do. Keep hating on your boy. So uh, who do you got? I got I got Lesnar. Philip. You can't you can't bring yourself to say Brock Lesnar. I know you don't like him. I don't want to even say it. And I don't think he is. But it's if you look at if you look at stats like a UFC match, how many times have you watched a UFC match? Are you gonna Sam? go over about how he lost his first match? No, I'm not UFC? I'm not gonna speak okay. I'm just talking about pure stats. Have you ever watched a cage fighting event on television? Yes, I have. Chris, have you ever watched a cage fighting event on television? Almost every was Ric Flair versus Triple time. H from Cyber Sunday, uh, 2004. <laughs> I'm trying to put you into the chair match. of when you watch these programs and they sit there for a good half an hour or the whole night and they build up a match talking about this person's reach, this person's arm strength. They talk about all these different aspects of this person, mm-hmm. and then you go into the match. That person gets knocked out in two seconds. You never know. Yeah, Brock Lesnar's been active. I'm putting quotation marks in the air. He's suplexing people. Whoop de doo. The Steiner Steiner brothers suplexed people, but they also did the Frankenstein. Taz suplexed lots of people. Taz suplexed people. Whoop de doo. Anybody could suplex somebody. You think Goldberg's going to let somebody suplex him 16 times? Hell no. Goldberg's going to put. You're right. You know what? That is a good point. Goldberg is not getting thrown on his head 16 times. You know why? Because he's he's not going to allow it. Well, it's weird. Even though Brock Lesnar's going to try to own the match. Goldberg's gonna put him in his place, and I'm gonna say Goldberg. Like the last, the last few Lesnar matches have been kind of the same, where he just suplexes people. But I didn't think about it's stupid that he would be doing that to Goldberg. And he like, isn't gonna. I don't think he's gonna want to take that in the first place. Hell no. Actually, I'm going Goldberg. Yeah. Did you just convince? You just yes, convinced me. Pick Goldberg. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> no, it's true. Think about it though, because. All right, Brock Lesnar's come back. How many times? How many matches has? <laughs> how many, do you? What do you? How many matches has? Brock Lesnar had that were actually matches. None. What do you? What is? What? What do you? Okay. Do I, I just. Do I, well, I just. Do I thank you, Phil. You so command. You know what this, this this list means? Brock Lesnar has had. Let's count. He beat. He lost to John Cena, right? Then he beat Triple H. Then he lost to Triple H. God, that's embarrassing. Uh, then he beat Triple H. Then he beat CM Punk. Then he beat The Big Show. Then he beat The Undertaker. Then he beat. Who did he beat after he beat The Undertaker? He beat John Cena. John Cena again, John Cena and Seth Rollins. Yeah, but WWE doesn't care and about then that. Then lost at WrestleMania. Yeah, 31. he's undefeated right now. He's like, yeah, he's yeah. Brock Lesnar is undefeated. Brock Lesnar, Phil. Quotation, he's, quotation. He's like Marvel comic books. They do a new volume every couple of months. Oh, yeah. we're gonna restart this because nobody's buying anymore. We're gonna say number one. He started over. Brock Lesnar murdered Randy Orton at SummerSlam. I don't know how they allowed that. He. <laughs> they put. Elbows to say that's illegal in the UFC. He, he very aggressively but gently laid Daniel Bryan, uh, Dean Ambrose onto some chairs at WrestleMania 32. Dean that Ambrose needed it, but I don't think there's any way you should be saying that Lesnar. It's like you're saying that Lesnar has no chance of beating <sighs> Goldberg, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I'm going with Lesnar. I will. I look forward to listening to Phil doing his promo. You as, better. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna give you some homework, bro. Looking at this list. Somebody's definitely going to lose. Somebody's losing, <laughs> yes. And I, so we and didn't I, all pick the I'm, same and thing. And I'm picking Phil to lose. 
So start brushing up on your Paul Bearer promos. Wait, I got a question. One last question for you, Chris. Did anybody uh, answer the question correctly? From Nobody last did. Man, y'all suck out there. Well, then let's postpone that to the next show. Yeah. Ask, ask the question again. What channel was the original ECW programming played back in the late 90s in New Orleans? So we're looking for a specific, like a New Orleans listener, I imagine. I would imagine. But, but you can look. You're up. out there, and we can touch you one day Honestly. if you want. So as we start getting the show closed, Raw, pretty good. SmackDown, really good. Looking forward to um, Survivor Series. Survivor Series is going to be awesome. Hey, also, if you guys want us to talk about NXT or any of the other programming, let us know because we don't talk about those much. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I've always said I, I, I used to watch NXT. I think at WrestleMania, I kind of dropped off of it, um, yeah. and I need to pick it back up. Well, that's and TakeOver is going to be awesome. I know we, we didn't make predictions for it because we, we haven't been talking about it, but Nakamura Samoa Joe is going to be amazing oh yeah that's this weekend huh? that's the, oh, that's I'm gonna the watch night that before anyway. so, so we can talk about we'll yeah, talk about it on the next yeah, we'll show. talk about it on the next yeah. show yeah. i guess i need to watch it what do you think that that's which which show do you think is going to be better the show that we don't talk about or NXT. the one that yeah, we don't always because it's professional we should, wrestling we should start talking about it uh maybe we will we'll talk about it definitely on and take over on the next uh show then uh thanks for joining us this week we got a new podcast out every single friday we might be a little wishy-washy in the next coming weeks i'm either on vacation and we have thanksgiving so We'll play it by ear. We have lives, guys. Yeah, we have lives. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, there's everything in the show notes or links to our Facebook, Twitter, email. Um, IG. IG. The gram. Instagram. Do we have an Instagram? I do. It's we're awesome. Gonna, we're going we're gonna to get on it. Yeah. We have we, possibly Instagrams <laughs> in the future. <laughs> if you want to leave us a review on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to, make sure you don't bury us. I have another thing. I'd like to, to do more predictions in the future. And, yeah, definitely. And while I'd love to continue to listen to Phil do an impression of Paul Bearer every every time we do it, that might get old. So if anyone has any ideas about punishments, some, uh, punishments that would work in a uh, microphone podcast, setting, in, in a microphone yeah. setting, uh, uh, our pictures we can take we could pictures. post photos there. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> Problem solved. So um, we so have to wear a bikini the rest of the show um, or something yeah. like that. I'm probably not going to do that. Uh, we we are Nerds of the Square Circle. We are brought to you by the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Uh, I have been your host, Snarf Chris. This is Sam Jericho. Philip, the dude with the headband. And we will see you next time.